welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and we're going to cover a topic today. Um, you know, we've mentioned podcasting a little bit in the past here and there, but it's been interesting. Um, I, I'm, I know we've got, I've gotten feedback from a lot of listeners, viewers, that there are a handful, or oh, not more than a handful of you guys, but that are actual, do have a podcast and are looking for different ways to be able to better monetize it, optimize it, et cetera. And then there are a whole bunch of you that I get feedback from on a regular basis that are one, want to start a podcast. I was going to try to make up a wannabe podcaster, I guess, um, uh, sort of um, name there. But so what did we do? We go out and we find someone who's an expert in the field. So our guest this week is none other than Mr. Dave Jackson, who's founder of the School of Podcasting. He has been podcasting since, you guys ready for this one? 2005. Yeah, we're working on 17 years. I think you might know a thing or two about podcasting. As I mentioned, he's the founder of the School of Podcasting. He's a keynote speaker. He's author of the book, Profit from Your Podcast. Hmm, intrigued. Um, And in 2018, he is a 2018 Academy of Podcaster Hall of Fame inductee. So we don't just have a podcast expert who's been doing this for almost 17 years. We have a podcast Hall of Famer. Dave Jackson, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Ken, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm still trying to – I bring in like the little trophy that says Hall of Fame at the grocery store. It doesn't do a thing for me. So, But uh, it was an honor to, uh, to be inducted. But I'm happy to be here, ready to talk some podcasting. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's funny. This is literally, and I don't even know if you can see it. Uh, this is the first show um, with, with the Mr. Biz Radio won an award. And I was like, I had it in my home office. And I'm like, well, it's not doing me any good there. We might as well, you know, put it on this on the set here. And so it's the first time I put it up. But same thing. This thing, you know, I don't get a discount at the grocery store. I don't get a free loaf of bread. I, I mean, I don't know, whatever. But <laughs> that's it. So, Dave, why don't we get started? Yeah, you, so you obviously you've been doing this for, you know, as I mentioned, almost 17 years now. Um, let's talk about your entrepreneur journey. What got you into podcasting? Yeah, I, my background is I was teaching technology in the corporate world for, and this sounds weird, like I used to teach people how to surf the internet because they didn't know what it was. I would teach people how to send email because they didn't know what it was. So I've been doing this a while. And in the process of that, I first got into building websites with Microsoft front page. Yes, there that, and that led me to the internet and newsletters and things like that. And uh, just along the way, I just saw multiple things come up and they'd say, this is gonna be the next hot thing. And I'd be like, oh, I wonder if I should do that. And then I wouldn't do anything. And another, this is going to be the next hot thing. And sure enough, it was the next hot thing. And I sat there and watched it happen. So I had a friend of mine come back from a marketing conference. And he said, hey, you know how you missed the MySpace boat, which, again, kind of dates this. And I said, yeah, yeah, don't don't uh, rub it in. He goes, well, the, ne- <laughs> the next big thing is going to be podcasting. And I Googled it. And there was one and a half pages 
And I was like, I think we broke the internet. Hold on. Type it back in. There's just no results for it. I was like, well, that's weird. And they were also saying that the next big thing was going to be membership sites. So I was like, well, I've watched a number of these things kind of come and go. Uh, like, I'm going to jump in on this one. And so I pieces parted together a podcast. And I just remember the first time I uploaded a file and then saw it come down in this other software. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I get this. And then probably... About a month after that, I was I did a podcast for musicians because that was one of my uh, I had a newsletter for musicians and I got voicemail from my guy in Nuremberg, Germany. And I went, wait a minute, because he knew it was global. But like when you hear somebody, I'm in the middle of Cowtown, Ohio, and I got a guy from Nuremberg, Germany saying not only had he found my podcast, but he liked it that I went, oh, OK, I'm going to grab whatever flag I have. and We're going to plant it into podcasting and uh, have been doing it ever since. Well, so Dave, the, the, the two things I get out of that are number one, uh, you made a good decision on missing the MySpace boat. I know for, <laughs> for a short period of time, it was probably, you probably were bummed about that, but you jumped in on the right one here. I mean, obviously podcasting has absolutely uh, taken off. And I can't imagine back in 05, 06, whenever that was, when you heard from someone again, it's probably difficult for those of uh, our listeners and viewers that are uh, maybe a little younger um, to even fathom back in 05, 06, podcasting, as Dave mentioned, was like nothing. And the internet was still, you know, relatively new, right? So to hear from someone from Germany that found your show had to be mind-blowing. Yeah, I, I just kept playing it. I was, uh, my brother happened to be over and uh, I hit play and I was like, hello, Dave, this is Michael Van Laar from Nuremberg, Germany. And I hit stop and I go, did he just say Germany? And, hello, Dave. This is Michael Van. Like, I just hello, Dave. This is. I was like, I can't believe. I just hello, Dave. This is. I, I just could not believe it because back then, I mean, this was the iPod. This is before iPhone, and and you'd say to somebody, "Do you want to start a podcast?" They'd say, "What a, what's a podcast?" Because nobody knew what it was. And then he'd go, "Do I need an iPhone for that?" Like, no, I just need the internet and some speakers and you and a microphone and and you'll be good to go. But yeah, it's uh, it, which is why all the nerds, the early shows in podcasting, were all technology shows because we were the only people that could figure out how to make one and how to get one. And then you had language. There was a surge of language shows. And then eventually comedians came in. So the Adam Carollas and the Mark uh, Marins and all that. And then, of course, the that's still going, the true crime thing came along with Serial. And when I saw Serial get, uh, there was a parody on Saturday Night Live on uh, Serial. And I went, okay, we, we've hit the mainstream. It took us a while to get there. But uh, I don't run into too many people now if I say, have you ever heard of podcasting? They may have heard of it. They may, they may not have actually listened to one, but at least they've heard the term. And so the fact that the new Sex and the City reboot on HBO and now Carrie Bradshaw has gone from being a New York Times uh, bestselling author to now she's a podcaster. I was like, all right, it's kind of fun to see it uh, getting dripped into uh, the mainstream. Well, it's funny you say that. You, you know that when a top, any topic, when it gets spoofed on Saturday Night Live, while some may look at that and go, oh, man, we, we, they're dogging on us, it's, you know you've hit the big time, right? You know, you're like you said, you're in the mainstream. When Saturday Night Live is making fun of you, it's, it's obviously topical enough for them to cover it. Um, it's funny. I, I cannot even fathom back in 05 because, you know, uh, producer Alan and I have been doing Mr. Biz Radio since uh, 2016, and when I tell people that normally, Dave, they're like, holy crap, you've been doing this for six years. Like, that's crazy. You've been doing it way longer than that. So I can't even imagine. 
Yeah, the the first conference I went to, we were in a it was in a hotel in Ontario, California. And it was interesting because somebody would walk into the bar and they're like, hey, I'm looking for the podcast thing. And we'd say, oh, this is it. And they'd be like, what's your name? And he'd be like, oh, I'm CC Chapman. <laughs> and it was like, cheers. We all listened to each other's podcast. We'd be like, CC, because we nobody knew what anybody looked like. But there were only a handful of podcasts back then. And we all met together in Ontario, California and, and shared notes. And this is what's working for me and that whole nine yards. But uh, it was a lot of fun. And it's it's been a fun ride. And now I'm, I'm talking into a machine that probably five years ago it would have been a thousand dollars and now I can get it for a couple hundred bucks and it's specifically geared towards podcasters. So that's the thing that's been fun along the way is it just keeps getting easier and easier and easier to, uh, to create them. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I want to continue talking with Dave Jackson. We're going to hit a break here. We're going to come back after the break. We're going to talk more about the evolution of his podcast into the school of podcasting and what that works and how that works out. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And it is time, as we always do at the top of the second segment, is we get the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week's tip is take action. We talk about this all the time. A great idea without action is nothing, is a crappy idea because it never gets executed. Success only comes through action and execution. And here's the key part that will make you remember this quote in, in this tip. The road is riddled with flat squirrels who couldn't make a decision. Do not be a flat squirrel. Make it happen. Take action. Execute on your ideas. Don't wait. Don't wait for the perfect time. It's never going to be a perfect time. You got to make it happen. That is Mr. Biz tip of the week. And so, so Dave, let's, let's pick up where we, you left off. If I, as I recall, we are in Ontario, California at a, at a podcast uh, <laughs> seminar, if you will. Yeah. Um, so how did you evolve and continue to evolve from that into, obviously you get tons of experience and to starting school of podcasting. Yeah. So I'd, I'd been doing this podcast for musicians and again, the whole, Hey, memberships are going to be the next big thing. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch this one, you know, go by me. So I started the school of podcasting and I had a teaching background. So that was kind of already built in. And what I learned was at the time, anything that came up podcasting, I would put into the school of podcasting. So the joke was the good news about the school of podcasting is it has everything you need to start a podcast. The bad news about the school of podcasting is it has everything you need to start a podcast. And that's where I kind of went, Hey, hold on a second. I need to figure out who is my target audience 
and let's create a nice clear path for them because they don't really care that there's 8 million different types of microphones. They just want me to go here. Here's the best one. Here's the best place to host your files. And so I just realized at the time I was, uh, the teacher in me was like, I'm going to make this buffet and here's all the stuff you need pick what, whatever you want. And people are like, yeah, I don't want that. Just tell me what to do. So that was probably one of the earliest lessons I learned when I first opened up the membership site. Uh, membership sites are great. It's, uh, you know, when you get people to sign up, they will stick around. And that's where the the number one way you make money with a podcast, everybody loves to jump on advertising, but it's not really advertising unless, of course, you're advertising your own stuff. Because through the podcast, what I always tell people to do is anytime you can make a point through a personal story, the audience gets to know you. They kind of, I just had a guy in town last week that said, I got to take you to pizza. And he said, this is so weird because your voice is coming out of your head. And he goes, I feel like I know you. So that's really what happens through the podcast is people get to know you. And if you're delivering good tips and insights, you know, like that great tip you just did there, you know, take action. I always tell people you either have a really successful podcast or a great story about the time you started a podcast and it didn't work, but you got to take action. And so you, you, they like you, they know you. And if you're there, whatever your schedule is, if it's once a week, twice a month, once a day, whatever it is, when you hit that schedule, they now become, uh, they, they basically trust you because you're there every week, you're reliable and you also become part of their routine. And so if you're selling your own product or service, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. I have a, uh, a coupon code that I give out on my show and I don't have it in print anywhere. So that I know that anybody that used that code, they came from my podcast. And I would say an easy 70% of the people that sign up at my website are using a coupon code. So it's, it's a really handy way to, it's not really the business. People thought, oh, I'm going to sell the MP3 file. And it's like, no, no, no. Use it as the marketing piece of whatever product you can do. Now you can do that. You can sell bonus content and things like that. There are tools now again that have come out to make that super easy, but the number one way to make money is to, to promote your own stuff. And th there are other ways there are affiliates and there are people that are actually, they're just crushing it on uh, crowdfunding because again, people want you to keep doing what you're doing. Many podcasts, what's great about it. It gets kind of compared to radio a lot. And it's really more like cable television. If you look at cable television, you got Animal Planet and the Food Network and ESPN 27 that's covering some <laughs> weird, bizarre sport. But it's information you can't get anyplace else. And when they find your content, they're like, holy cow, this was made for me. And so that's where, in some cases, crowdfunding comes into play because people want you to keep doing this because they can't get that information anyplace else. Well, it's funny. So two things you mentioned that really hit home for me specifically, you know, the whole voice aspect of it. So um, the, 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 with, with doing an audio version of my book, you know, I had several people I was going, I, I, I actually did a, a speaking engagement at a voiceover conference. And I was teaching some of the voiceover actors, as they call themselves, to, to monetize their business better. And I got, of course, I got pitched. They said, oh, you have these books. Do you have the audio versions? And so I said, man, you know what? So I got a bunch of pitches, right? The short versions that they would read uh, sections of the book for me unsolicited. But I'll tell you, Dave, everyone sounds more intelligent with a British accent. I think most people agree with that. And a, <laughs> right. guy, a, a guy with a British accent sent me 
his pitch for reading my book. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This guy has to do the audio for my book because it sounds so much better when he reads it, right? And I had so many people say, you can't do that because you do so many videos, you do so much content and audio content specifically as well, that it's gonna be, it'll seem super inauthentic because people will buy the audio version of the book expecting to hear your voice because that's probably where they found out about the book in the first case was your show or you know one of your videos or whatever. And they're gonna go, what the heck happened? This isn't Mr. Biz, like what the heck? So I'm like, oh crap, I gotta do this on my own. So changing that, and I agree with you a thousand percent in, in regards to monetization. It's, it, I found it similar to a book. You know, a lot of people think like you read a book and it becomes a bestseller and you make like a bazillion dollars and that's not necessarily the case. It's a nice little revenue stream, it can be. Yeah. But it's not a ton of money, especially depending on your publisher and the agreement you have with them. Unless you're writing, you know, Harry Potter or something like that, um, you're more than likely not going to make a whole lot of money. It's not like retirement money on a book, but it becomes like a business card. It helps you monetize other aspects of your business, much like I think a, a podcast or, you know, show does for you as well. I've been hired uh, a couple times because I knew podcasting. I got hired at a college and I was applying to be a, a professor and they brought me in because I could create a podcast for students on how to be a better student. And it, it kind of just kept the whole college up to date on what was going on. But it also then was used as a marketing piece of like, here's all the stuff that's going on at the college. Here's why you want to attend here. So it was helping the students, but it was also uh, it kind of built a little bit of a, a FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. Like, oh, I need to go to that school. Look what they and they're, they must be cutting edge because this again was probably, I don't know, 2009 and people, they have a podcast. That college is really up and at it. So there's that one. And then I was hired, uh, there was a, a conference called the New Media Expo. And at the time it was the biggest one for podcasting, blogging, and video. And the guy that ran it needed somebody to run the podcast track. So he he called one of the media hosts and said, who do you think would be a good guy? And they said, Dave Jackson. He called a second and a third. And they all said, what do you think about Dave Jackson? And that's because they knew me from my podcast. So I got to be the um, the podcast guy at uh, the New Media Expo. And uh, it was amazing. So it's, it's a like you said, it's a business card that works 24-7. And I had somebody say once that it's interesting because you've gone from being words on a page when they read my blog to an actual person with a voice and you can, you got tone of voice and all that other fun stuff that you can throw in that just, it boosts the, uh, boosts the communication. Absolutely. I agree hundred percent. So some of you may be wondering, how do I find out more about what Dave has and about school of podcasting? Well, you can go out to school podcasting.com. Duh. Uh, go out there and check out all the different things he's got. Uh, follow him on Twitter and Facebook as well. Uh, he uh, puts out a good bit of content there. Um, and we're going to hit a break here. We'll come back and we're going to find out from Dave how to use a podcast to increase sales. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, 
a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show, and the time is flying by, so I don't want to belabor me blabbering on about uh, this, that, and the other. I want to talk to and, and pick Dave's brain here, because obviously you can tell he's got tons of experience. Um, he's a great educator, a great teacher. Um, honestly, Dave, I'm not just saying this. Just your voice alone is like it's it's soothing, and, it, and honestly, it makes you want to lean in. It doesn't mean you have this booming radio voice, but it, there's something about your voice that's that's sort of like again, it just kind of makes you lean in. Like, what's this guy saying? So that being said, if you wouldn't mind, give us some tips. Um, don't give away too much of your your secret sauce in the school of podcasting, but give us some tips on how to use a podcast to to increase revenue, increase sales. Yeah, I, the bumper sticker answer is spend $100 on a microphone and spend 100 hours getting to know who your audience is. Because what I always tell people, if you have a business, you know those emails that you have to answer? Like for me, the questions I get all the time are, what's the best microphone under 100 bucks? Uh, how do I grow my audience? How do I record uh, remote interviews? I, you get the same questions and you're like, oh, well, guess what? Those are your top three, top five in, um episodes because you know what your audience wants to hear and this allows you to then kind of flex your muscles as look at me i'm an expert because i'm telling you the best way to do it and when they do that and they go wow that worked and it was easy now you're a trusted expert and so when you say hey if you would like consulting or if you want my course you want to buy my book whatever it is that works so and when you if you do a solo show you grow your influence you are basically saying, hey, and you're talking to one person, none of this YouTube stuff where it's like, hey guys, it's like, no, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here because most of this stuff is heard through earbuds. And so it sounds like you're having this personal conversation with people. But the other thing you can do is you can do interviews. And so many people go, well, do I do an interview show or do I do a solo show? And I go, why are you limiting yourself? Do both. And what that allows you to do is talk to people that you have no business talking to. Because if you went up to them and said, hey, can I pick your brain about marketing for like 10 to 20 minutes? They go, get out of here, kid, you bother me. But if you say, hey, can I pick your brain for like 10 to 15 minutes on my podcast? They'd be like, oh, this is great. Where do I go? How do I do that? And so when you do a solo show, you grow your influence. When you do uh, interviews, you're growing your network. And it's that network that can then really boost your exposure, which then gives you more listeners and it just starts to snowball. It takes a while to build that first audience, but there's that. Uh, there are, you know, anytime you answer a question in the industry about whatever is going on, I know I had um, a person that was a real estate and he said, I'm getting, not that his customers were dumb. He goes, but I'm not doing that 101 stuff anymore because I don't have to explain how to get your house appraised and how to do this and all this other stuff. He goes, he goes, I'll still get those questions. He goes, and I'll answer them via email. And I'll say, we talked about this on episode seven of my podcast, click here to listen. And he goes, when they go over there, they see I've got all these other episodes. He goes, so now they come back to me with really good questions. He goes, they've done all the 101 stuff. And he goes, and now we're ready to do stuff that I can make money on. He says, and what's great about that is it works 24 seven and I don't have to deal with that as much. It's not the end of cold calling, but he said, I don't have to do all that kind of handholding and you know, it's just, it's part of business. And he goes, that's somewhat now 
automated. And then the other thing it boosts is I had a friend of mine, I talk about this in my book, where he started a podcast called The Audacity to Podcast. And it was supposed to be like the gumption, the courage to podcast. But it just so happens that there's a free software called Audacity. So this guy attracted an audience that was looking for free stuff, which is not the audience you want when you're trying to sell them web design and all these other things that he was doing. And so what he did is he attracted an audience and said, okay, well, what do they need? Like, what do these people want? Well, he had a bunch of podcasters that wanted to uh, rank better in iTunes and all this other stuff. So he created a, a software as a service program called My Podcast Reviews and is doing very well with that. They wanted to rank higher in Apple. So he created a course on how to do SEO for Apple and all this other things. So in some cases, you'll end up with an audience that you go, well, this isn't what I expected. But then you look at them and say, okay, well, what do you want? And if it is the audience that you expected, you now have a fun time shifted conversation where they go, hey, I really love that information on that last episode. I was kind of hoping you were gonna talk about such and such. Well, you just write that down. And it's just one of those things where it's a great conversation starter. And I've, I've had people kind of jokingly say, I talk to you more than I talk to my best friend and he lives a block and a half from me because I will send you an email You'll reply on your podcast because I'll anytime somebody gives you any kind of feedback, keep that in your your show. He goes, and then I'll hear the reply and I'll email you again and you'll reply. And, and it's just this kind of time shifted conversation. And so it's those are just some of the ways that you can use it to boost your sales. And it's uh it's it's weird because you know that I know that you know that it's just you and I don't know, you're in a closet, you're in a spare bedroom. But it does go out to a global audience and you don't have to spend a gazillion dollars to uh, to sound great. Yeah, well, especially with that, I mean, you know, cast aside the video aspect that if, you, if you're just doing strictly a podcast, as you said, and technology is so inexpensive now. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly a neophyte, especially compared to your knowledge base um, with all that. But man, like you said, you can get a, a pretty high quality microphone for, like you said, a hundred bucks or less. And, you know, there's so many different softwares out there that are very inexpensive. You could literally be in a closet. You could throw up some, you know, acoustic tile uh, foam in, in, a, in a closet, go in there and record and be done. Um, and, and, and I love what you said, too, about the, the aspect of doing, uh, you know, solo shows as well as doing interview shows. I do both. Um, most of my shows are interview shows where I interview people. But you know what I save them for, Dave? And, and, and uh, it sounds like you you would be a fan of this as well. And something you would follow and you, you teach is I, I typically when I do a solo show, sometimes it'll be on a specific topic that might be hot or whatever at that time in the business world or whatnot. But um, I do a lot of them. I call them Ask Mr. Biz. And so the questions that we get into the show specifically from shows and or specifically outside of shows like, hey, again, as you mentioned, I'd love for you to talk about this or could you do more of that, whatever. So I just, I'll do Ask Mr. Biz shows where I just literally ask, or I'm sorry, answer listener questions and feedback that they've given on different topics. And uh, those seem to be pretty popular as well. Absolutely. Uh, I remember when I was growing up and I called a radio station because I thought they would play the record that I wanted to hear. And I requested something and I don't know, hey, play some Van Halen. They're like, oh, we don't play that, but I'll play some Loverboy for you. And I was like, okay, Mr. Rocker, play Loverboy. And it, so I, I then learned that what I'm hearing on the radio isn't exactly that, but I still tuned in to listen to myself request that. And when you mention somebody's name on your podcast, 
they kind of at home get all giddy. And what are they going to do? They're going to tell their friend, hey, I was on this guy's podcast. Check this out, which then gets that person to listen who then maybe, you know, calls in or emails in whatever it is. And so anytime you can get your audience involved, I do a thing with my show. It's called the question of the month. And I, I talk about it the first three weeks of the of the month and the last four months or the last uh, episode of the month is them. And then I also chime in my opinion on the question of the month. And it's just something that I've had people say that, oh, I found this show because they, because I always say, tell me what your answer is, but also then tell me the name of your show, where I can find it, and a little bit about it, because we're podcasters. Getting the point is not our our strong suit. I'm like, so tell me a little bit about your show. And uh, it's great fun. And what that does is it gives me insight as to who is listening to the show. And I didn't even think about it when I started. I just want to get my audience's opinion. And now I get an idea of all sorts of wide variety of people are listening to uh, the School of Podcasting. So it's a lot of fun. That's the other thing. It is a lot of fun. I can go just about anywhere. And I remember once I was in some place, some little town in Oklahoma. And I announced that I'm going to be in whatever Oklahoma on this date. And somebody reached out like, that's right down the street from me. Can I take you out to dinner? And I was like, this is amazing. So you will meet, you will end up making all sorts of friends all over the world. It's uh, It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, look, uh, time, we run out of time here, Dave, but you've shared a tremendous amount of information that's been very valuable. Again, go out and check out schoolofpodcasting.com, schoolofpodcasting.com. Check out his book as well, Profit From Your Podcast. Uh, Dave, Mr. Hall of Famer in the podcast world, thank you very much for coming on Mr. Biz Radio. I really appreciate it. Ken, thank you so much. This was a blast. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And as always, don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.